Hey guys, are you struggling right now in your print on demand business because Printful is shipping six weeks out? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm here with a Printful alternative for you, and that's Shirtly. Shirtly has amazing quality. Um, they're shipping three to five business days. I love the platform. Super simple and easy to use. You can integrate it with Etsy and Shopify, or you can put in orders manually so if you want to try out shirtly just go to bit.ly backslash shirtly cc make sure you look for the link in the description of this podcast episode i hope this helps you out in your print on demand business Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit, my favorite bees. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, season two, episode one. It is your girl, Sing Quanta, and today I'm here with a special guest. We have Shaquala Goins who was born and raised in Georgetown, South Carolina. She graduated in 2005 and went on to study undergrad at Claflin University from 2005 through 2010. Majoring in business administration with a minor in English, language, and arts. Once getting her degree, she moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, where she has resided for the last 10 years, working in the banking industry and focusing on her upcoming brand as an entrepreneur. Within the last five years, she has launched three businesses, two of which are being revamped, and one that just celebrated two years called Bejeweled Extensions. So welcome, Shaquala, to the Coins and Connections podcast. Yay. How are you today? I am good. Nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. I got something for that, but I'm just excited. Um, I was able to get you here so we can just chit-chat a little bit about your business and all the exciting things that you have going on in your life. So okay. one of the um, things that we do here on the podcast is called the rapid fire questions. It's just a few questions that I'll ask and then, you know, you answer whatever comes to your mind first. So it's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. One of the first questions I have for you today is, what is the most interesting thing you have in your purse or in your wallet right now? Oh my God. What is the most? <laughs> Probably one of Callie's socks. Oh. <laughs> Look, most mothers can, uh, can definitely understand that one. So the next yes. question I have for you is what TV sitcom family would you be a member of? Oh, my God. You know what? I think I probably will fit in with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what okay. I mean? We might be good friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> so um, this question is really good because um, I want you to let the people know that we was repping in school as president and vice president in That's high school. That's right. Held it down for a few years. (laughs) This question says, if you were running for office, what would be your campaign slogan? Oh, my goodness. 
What would be my campaign slogan? Oh my goodness. If I was running for office And it doesn't it doesn't matter what office it would be, you know. I mean, hey, president of the United States is always like, you know, gold, so <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Let me think. <laughs> oh, my God. What would be my slogan? You know it got to be something good. I don't know. I'm about to you know girl, what? So if you was on The Real Housewives, what would your slogan be then? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think I would still remain authentic when running, and I would incorporate something with classy and fabulous. Okay. Yeah, I, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't see it any other way. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only all. thing. Yeah, I would remain so authentic. They probably would think I'm going to get into office to spin up the people's money, but that's all I can think of. One of my favorite songs. You know what? I jam to a lot. I like that new um song with T Pain. You know, like the little T Pain remix, like I'm Sprung. Um, yeah. Yep, that's one of my favorite songs. And um, I like Roddy Rich. Oh, I like which one? Roddy Rich. <laughs> yep, yep, I like a that good bit of Roddy song. Rich. And then um, Roddy Rich, that T Pain song. You know what? I like Drake the Tucci Road too. I like yeah. that one. And then, you know, after I finish listening to that, I might hit K Michelle and go back to the oldies. Yeah. yeah. Always. Always mm-hmm. a good selection when you just vibe out to some old. And, you know, yeah. thinking of it now, just think about our kids. Once they get older, our oldies are like <laughs> not not the oldies like our parents' oldies. I mean, we still like that, but just imagine our kids are gonna be waking up on Saturday listening to like Tamar Braxton, K Michelle, and Beyonce right. while we clean it. <laughs> right. So we want to go ahead and get into the main topic. And one of the first questions I just wanted to ask you was, how did you come up with your business name? Yeah, so it was about roughly about three years ago. It started Mm -hmm. about three years ago at age 30. And I was actually on the phone with my friend Jerry. Jerry is one of my good friends, my right-hand man. So, you know, anytime it comes to, like, discussing business or something I want to do or an idea I got, He's also the one that assists me in, you know, my photo shoots. But whenever I'm having, you know, an idea pop, I automatically call Jerry. And we was just on the phone one evening and I I was letting him know, you know what, Jerry, I think I'm going to launch my hair company. And he was like, well, you know, that's a good idea. I can see you doing it. And, um, you know, I kept thinking and he was like, well, what do you think you're going to name it? And I was like, you know, something fancy. And he was like, well, what you think you're going to name it, Qua? I said, something fancy. So then I got to thinking a little more. We got to talking a little more. And, you know, you kind of talk through your ideas. That's all a part of brainstorming. And yeah. I said, you know, girls like diamonds and they like glitz and they like glam. And then, you know, jewelry and jewel popped into my head. And then I told him, you know, bejeweled. And he yeah. said, I like it. And I said, that's what I'm going with. And then, you know, this picture populated. I think I probably saw it on Instagram with the yellow fur coat, the Gucci tights. It's actually on my Instagram page. And it had the bejeweled 
ring. She was wearing a bejeweled rings. And that was kind of like a confirmation for my business name. And I just rolled with it. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. that. You know, yeah. good ideas come from conversation and also yeah. having somebody that is like a sounding board for you to mm-hmm. bounce ideas off and it's no competition but just like right. real good conversation and vibes right. and someone that just helps you talk through it and and push you you know just to go a little right. further mm-hmm. so when exactly i know you said about three years ago um is when you started but how long have you like truly been interested in the hair industry because i know um, I asked you something probably a few years ago when you first started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying, um, I'm going to do that next. And, you know, now right. it's here. So can you have like a little timeline of that? or You know, I would say it started around 26, 27. Because I do remember you asking me about it. And then my other friend, Latoya McCoy, she would always ask me about it. I never forget it. Toya would always ask me, you know, where I get my hair. And she would always compliment me on how well my curls look or how well my sew-ins look. She was Mm -hmm. always one that, you know, kept complimenting me on my hair. And I've always told her, I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. It's coming. It's coming. So I would say around 26, 27 is when I said, you know, I was going to do it. And of course, you know, I was still in my prime. So I didn't start to take it as serious at that moment. And then around the 28, 29, it kept, you know, it kept manifesting to me. And at the age of 30, that's when I started my testing. And that's when I started getting my slogan together and my thoughts together. And, you know, I kept writing everything down on paper. So I would say it started around 26, 27, 28, 29 is when I started to really put my thoughts into the brand. 30 is when I started working on the brand completely. My whole year 30 went into the brand before it launched. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was a beautiful process to just witness yeah. and kind of see it unfold. Beautiful branding, by the way. So, Thank you. Um, we'll talk about, you know, that more about your business later. But I want to okay. um, let the people know that me and Shaquala went to high school together. Mm-hmm. And there was always a lot of confusion because she goes by the name Kuala and I go by the name Kwaka. <laughs> so our teachers would definitely, like, be calling us, you know, each other's name. But also, we were in cosmetology class together. <laughs> and, baby, we just knew we was going to have a salon. I don't even know. We didn't last long. <laughs> no, we did we not. We didn't last long, but we did have fun. I think we bought a lot of absolutely um, spice to that class. Absolutely. <laughs> um, very unforgettable years <laughs> that we did when well, we did do work, but um, yes. really, really good. Did you think that you would have made it through the four years and had your cosmetology license? You know what? To be honest with you, I'm going to say that's a strong no. (laughs) (laughs) I say that because (laughs) I say that because, you know, when we got into cosmetology, it was more so, okay, you know, this can be cool. This can be something that we do leave high school with, just something to get under our belt. And I can Mm -hmm. say that, you know, our particular class, our particular circle that we were surrounded by has always been a mature group. You know what I mean? We always were thinking years ahead. We just wasn't settled into our high school years. And that's what I appreciate about our particular group, our particular friends, the particular class that we graduated. Everyone was always two steps ahead. 
So yep. it's kind of something that, you know, okay, well, we can graduate school with this. Let's go for it. But, you know, we got in there and Miss Coker, <laughs> you know, I love Miss Coker because, you know, <laughs> she gave us some good laughs. I love Miss Coker. But, you know, after a while, she got tired of us and we got tired of her. So it was basically a good place where we can congregate, have a good time and go on about our business. <laughs> yes, and, and did we go on? <laughs> yes. We got the heck up out of there. <laughs> Never the same. I swear to God, it probably was never the same. But like, even even though I like we did not finish that, like even right. in my military career, I was still like braiding hair for people. I know mm-hmm. like, I still to this day make money. Yeah, I'm just playing a few braids or whatnot. So I would say, you know, even though that's not something I do professionally, is you know, right. it's still something that I know I can you know fall back on or, or exactly go back and just get a braiding license. But that was a good stepping stone. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, a very good step of song. So this question is, we talked about, you know, some of your years, your later 20, but I want to know, what were you doing at 21? 21, 1920. You know what? I was in my junior year at Claflin. Mm-hmm. I was around, yeah, I was in my junior year at Claflin, or one of those years at Claflin. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it seems so long ago, don't it? Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was, you know, doing my undergrad studies there, and at 21, I'm certain I was working about two jobs, if not mm-hmm. three, because I had worked three jobs at one time in college, but I definitely worked two, and I was working at Walmart at the customer service desk, and I also worked at Cracker Barrel as a cashier. Um, while going through undergrad. Wow. Were you even yeah. thinking about like having a business at 21? I always say that I was going to own something. I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was, but I always say that I was going to own something, something to call mine. So yeah, yeah. I know it was going to be something, but I didn't know what it is. Yeah. I think we all go through that. We're like I'm gonna have something, but I don't know. But right. when come, I'm gonna let y'all know. Exactly. <laughs> Um, what was one of the most important things um, so far that you've learned in your life? And after learning that particular thing, um, what was life like after learning that lesson? You know, I've learned the most important thing that I've really learned is that, you know, everyone's heart is not like yours. And, you know, it took me a long time to realize that and figure it out because, you know, I know the type of person I am. I know the Mm -hmm. type of spirit I have. And, you know, I'm always willing to go above and beyond for anybody. You know, if I have knowledge, I'll give it to you. You ask me a question, I'm going to answer. If I have something that I can help you with or whatever you need, I'm always there to, you know, lend a helping hand or just, you know, be there. And, you know, after a while, you continue to say, okay, well, I'm always having the heart of gold. Where is that heart of gold being returned back to me? Where are those people? So I had to learn that, you know, everyone's heart is not like yours and everyone is not the same as you. And, you know, it's just something that I learned now. And I still don't take that away from anybody the only thing I've learned is that you know continue to be who you are because good things are going to come back to you tenfold in different ways yeah definitely yeah. that is definitely sometimes a, a hard a mm-hmm. hard lesson to learn and then sometimes people just learn it a little bit later in life yeah and when you're like a natural giver and, and lover it's you know it's easy for mm-hmm. that to look different it, it's easy to be looked at as a weakness 
Yeah. But um, in reality, like you're really the strongest person in the room um, right. when you're genuine like that. Yeah. So I know you have um, two kids. So right now, while we're in this whole quarantine life, uh, what does a typical day look like for you right now? <sighs> well, I get up about, I'm still getting up about six o'clock okay mm-hmm. because six o'clock is my time my my peace that's my yeah. peace okay so I still get up at six o'clock in the morning I get a chance to straighten up the house and mop my floor one good time before Callie gets up I get a chance to wipe my glass table down just so I can have a peace of mind that I'm in a <laughs> clean space yeah. um you know I get Caden up about nine o'clock nine fifteen his classes online they're doing zoom through his elementary school they're doing zoom so his Mm -hmm. zoom classes start at 10 15 so i get him up to prepare him for his 10 15 literacy class once he's done with that about 10 45 we have a small break in between meanwhile i'm running around the house trying to keep callie out the way keep her quiet (laughs) while he's doing his thing and um after we get the break, you know, we might go ahead, complete his assignments in between that before the math class starts. Then the math class starts at 1230. And I honestly feel like we're going through like a college online class or something. I'm like, you know, this is real school. Like, what are our girls? It's intense. It's really intense that they're in elementary school. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This is a bit intense. Yeah. So then he does his 1230 class, and once he's finished that, we kind of do our little math assignment, and he's done. Now, once he's done, his Fortnite session starts. So now <laughs> I have to listen to <laughs> Don't Kill Me, Don't Kill Me, join the party. I'm listening to that for the next five to six hours. Meanwhile, I'm telling him to hush. Callie done went down for a nap. In between that, I'm getting my orders together. I'm trying to do some marketing online. I'm trying to add up my coins to make sure everything matches up. I'm still straightening up the house in between so when she gets back up, she can have a clean space to go mess up again. And, you know, <laughs> that continues to about eight thirty, nine o'clock. She yeah. may go down for the night like she's down now. So she really didn't have a nap today because we were running errands, getting the packages out for Bejeweled, um, shipping some other stuff. So she didn't have a nap. So she should be done for the rest of the night. Yeah. So that's basically where we're at and how the day goes for right now. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm up early. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's trying intense. to print out everybody's stuff, make sure, you know, I know what they got to do for the right. day. And then I lock myself in my office for a little bit, and then I peek back out, make sure everybody's breathing, right, <laughs> and doing what they're supposed to do. But I mean, it's a whole, it's it's a difference because you know I have a I have a middle schooler, and then mm-hmm. I have a fifth grader, and it's just like, wow. <laughs> I was like, hold yeah. up, I already I already did this. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just been, you know, it's been stressful because my kids are a little bit older, so mm-hmm. they're feeling, they're truly feeling every single emotion and look tensions have been high i know that's right <laughs> i'm like y'all gotta get outside we gotta go for a walk a run a bike ride we let's go fishing we gotta do something because they are just you know not used to be i'm fine being home all day uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Else, they like nah we can't do this 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 is not you know this is not what's up so right i completely get it you know, a big adjustment. And I think that's just with everybody, moms, dads, everybody mm-hmm. just trying to get this thing in, in order. Um, so my next question is, because a lot of people like to um, act about like 
social media. So I wanted to just know, like, where do you see your most engagement on, like, you know, Facebook? Is it Instagram? I would say Facebook for right now. Instagram mm-hmm. is building, and I'm still researching. Um, mm-hmm. But I would definitely say Facebook because I'm a part of several different communities within Facebook, like the hair pages. And yeah. Yeah, I'm a part of several different, several, several different pages. And as I've been researching, you know, the marketing and the free marketing, because, again, everything takes research and I research on my own so I can yeah. know what to do and how to do and how to maneuver. So Facebook has been one of my major platforms, but I really, really want to redirect it to Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. Although Facebook is amazing, Instagram is also where it's at. So I'm continuing yeah. to try to build, you know, on Instagram and build that platform to where I need it to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the next question, um, I know you say you're currently in banking and then you have your hair empire because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to call it. Exactly. Um, what, what profession other than those would you like to attempt? Like just something that would probably be totally left field or just something that you thought that maybe you would have um, been doing right now? You know, I'm strongly thinking about the realty market. Mm-hmm. I'm strongly thinking about it. One of my favorite um, TV network is HGTV. I mean, yeah. I can sit there and watch HGTV all day long. And that's something I'm, you know, that's something I'm conforming to. And that's something that I'm wanting to jump into. Like, I want to be able to get my first home after I purchase my home. And I want to be able to flip it. Yeah. That's what I really want to do. It's not so much sell the homes. Um, I want to be able to flip it. I want to get into the flipping market. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah. My, my husband be watching it, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when I get to watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want a Porsche like that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, like, it's just amazing how they do, like, you know, when, especially the ones where they um, buy the homes blind and then they kind of go in and rechange the whole entire layout and add things um those are really good reviews yeah yeah if you could um (laughs) yeah that's that is a good show but if you could have dinner uh with three people that are alive who would it be and why you know what if i can have dinner with three people one person I would have dinner with, I would de- alive. I would definitely say Mingli because she's definitely doing her thing in the hair industry. Um, mm-hmm. She has a wealth of knowledge and she really seems authentic. Um, so I definitely wouldn't mind having dinner with her. Um, I would also want to have dinner with Monica. Monica is one of my favorites. She's always been one of my favorites. So I would definitely just want to be in her presence because she yeah. just had a spirit. And I just love Monica. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to go to one of her concerts one um, a couple of years ago. And you could just feel the realness coming from her. So I would definitely want to have dinner with Monica. Um, and, you know, I probably my last person... I would probably say Whitney Houston. I've always yeah. loved Whitney Houston too. And I oh, think Whitney know. can be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would wanna be yeah, I would have dinner with what Whitney is, what's Houston. What's that song you be singing? Uh when I dance with somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's Listen, my karaoke song. Shapala would bust out with this song any and every week. 
<laughs> I love Whitney. So yeah, yeah, I would have dinner with Whitney. That is a good song too. <laughs> yeah. That's my right, girl. So, um, where do you see yourself in five years? I would see myself In five years, you know, I think I'm going to continue um, with my job. I've been with my company going on nine years. I think I'm going to continue and stay with them just to have that job security for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Something else I've been thinking about doing, I've always, when I was in high school, I always said that I was going to go to school for law. That was always another passion of mine. I always said that I wanted to go to school for law. So that's always something that stood in the back of my mind. And it's never the good thing about law. It's never too late to pursue law. Um, Some of the best lawyers are the older lawyers. So, you know, as I get up in age and, you know, get out of this fiasco, you know, that may be something that I want to do because I've already had my business major, already have my minor in English. So all I have to do is go into law school. So Mm -hmm. that's probably something that I think about over the next course. Um, I have another project that I'm wanting to work on. Um, I don't want to speak it up just yet. Because, <laughs> you know, it's still bubbling, but it's yeah. something else that I'm wanting to work on. And I really hope it comes to pass for me. Um, so between law, continuing my job that I'm on, my entrepreneur, I'm about to um, revamp Arcade, which is, you know, Cadence brand. Um, my event planning. I did the memorable event event planning. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do so much of the decorating. I'm going to get into just the planning and the coordinating because that's something yeah. I love. I have fun while doing it. So that's something that, you know, I'm going to be revamping. And um, along with that little, you know, bubble I have, you might see it in the next year or two. So okay. stay tuned. <laughs> that's where I see myself. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Look, we gotta be super ambitious <laughs> and just go. Yeah. For, look, you got you you gotta try every everything, and it's not even like if it don't work out, cool. You knew you tried it. But yeah. you know what? Another thing I always say is sometimes it's not the right timing, and exactly we gotta be okay with that because there's mm-hmm. been so many things. Like even with this podcast, I started it almost three years ago and I had like okay. one episode it was a totally different name and then I was like I did nothing and then I restarted it and and now it's like almost going on two years and it's like what if I had you know kept with it that first kept time with it. you mm-hmm. know um and now maybe I would have just had to switch in the middle but you know that would have been a three full years of me just doing it and that's right consistent has shown me like I show up every Friday for you know for the people mm-hmm. who are listening and they know I'm I'm every Friday at seven AM and you know, they it's growing. You know, sometimes uh people jump into stuff for the wrong reasons, but I also know that I know a lot of dope people that I could talk to and also I know I have a a lot of good information to share. Right. So never just sit on your ideas. And then you know, know sometimes your right. ideas they don't they don't make sense to everybody. They don't. And it's but not look, supposed to. It's, it's not name. supposed to. That's the good thing about it. It's not supposed to. And I love yeah. it just like that. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurs are crazy, but we're crazy in a good way. Right. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the last question I wanted to ask you was, is there like a book or interview or just a person that maybe you kind of come in contact with that has helped you on your journey? that you can basically like recommend um to anyone who's listening you know i have i can i have 
a few screenshots of books that, you know, I really wanted to go pick up and I haven't picked it up. I don't know why I haven't picked it up yet. Um, and it's like one of the books was like the seven laws of success or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I might have saw it on um what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? Charlemagne of God. He okay. had a screenshot of some books that are good reads and I screenshotted it and I was supposed to get it. I still haven't yet. But other than that, um I channel my energy, I channel my thoughts through just speaking out loud and staying up all night. And my notebook is all that I have. Like I write yeah. everything down in my notebook and that's how I've been getting through things. It hasn't been a book. It hasn't been a person. It's just been me channeling mm-hmm. my energy into me. That's, that's so funny because somebody asked me that question and I said the same thing. <laughs> and I was like, you know, like, like really? Cause I think also it, we came into this thing at a time where we weren't really watching people on social media um, that were super big into entrepreneurship. Like my dad was an entrepreneur. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of, you know, what I saw. Um, But I think we, we didn't have that like, Oh my gosh, this person is doing this. Exactly. I want to be like them. Like it it was more so like basketball. We were looking at basketball players, (laughs) but now people are like, Oh, well I want to be on reality TV. Cause you know, that's what we Mm -hmm. see. I Mm want to go viral because that's the easy way to get on. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of people like in our age range, you know, we come from, we got to, you got to get it in from the mud, from the ground up. You got to walk across the bridge to get a cheesecake. Yeah. I, I say it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's more appreciated when you work and you build it for yourself. I, you know, I see these other hair companies doing numbers. I see it. Do I sometimes question, okay, can I be doing something different? Yeah, I sometimes question it, but I look at my brand and I said, you know, I'm building this myself. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, the volume's getting to where, you know, I want it to be. And I pray over it daily. So, you know, whether it's there today, tomorrow, or next month, it's going to get to where I need it to be as long as I yeah. keep working at it. Because it's mine. I'm not looking at the next company and say, okay, well, I need to beat this company out. Do I want to be number one? Yes. Am I going to be number one? Yes. But I'm not competing with the other companies. I'm only competing with Bejewel. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then a lot of those companies, they have teams. Most of the time, it's just us. Like, mm-hmm. we, who run into the post office? Us. Who packaging, right. the, you know, us. Like, who's shipping labels and, you know, talking to customers? So um, even though it would be nice to have a team, sometimes you're just not there yet. But then also, when it's your dream and your vision, it's hard to mm. give that up. It's like, I know hard that. to put yeah. that in somebody else's hands. Exactly. Like, it's your baby. So it's definitely just, you know, hard to just hand it over to anyone. And eventually we'll get there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but for right now, you know, it's, it's just us. And there's nothing wrong with that. So nothing if you're at out all. there listening and it's just you and you go into the post office every day dropping off three packages, just wait. One day it's going to be 25. Then there's going to be 100. Right. And then they're going to tell you you got to drive around the back to drop your packages off. Now. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate the moment. Appreciate the moment. Yeah. This segment is called Q Money Bag Song of the Week. All right, so um, now I want to get into our Q Money Bag Song of the Week, and I just want to ask you, um, let's take it back to um, high school. So I want to ask you, what has been one of your favorite memories of me from high school? 
You know what? <laughs> you, I'm sure we got plenty. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Woo! My, <laughs> my favorite memory has always got to be that Tenquanta is that girl. You know, mm-hmm. rather it was me or rather it was Latoya. We're not going to be the ones that speak out as fast. But Kwanzaa, she was going to speak out as fast, whether it was to somebody else or whether it was to the teacher. That's just that on that, okay? (laughs) It did not matter. It did not matter. So I would just say, you know, that's it. Like, you were you no matter what. And that alone created memories because you never tried to be, you know, the next person. You never tried to conform to this or whatever was going on. You was always you still have and it's still the same years later. I still see that in you. It don't yeah. matter. Quanta is going to do Quanta, Quanta's way. Okay. <laughs> and that's so funny that you said that because I thought I was an outcast and I thought I was misunderstood. So to hear you even say that is like, dang. Yeah, you. <laughs> because you know sometimes you you're in it so you don't see it. What mm-hmm. other people, you know what other people see in you. But one of my favorite memories is when we hosted <laughs> the step not the step show. <laughs> how did they even get us to do Girl, that oh know. my god so you couldn't tell us we wasn't like bjs um we was gonna be on tv because we was hosting <laughs> a whole step show girl miss <laughs> bonaparte miss yes. bonaparte was behind that and you know what she actually lives up here she works oh, at wow. a high school i believe yeah I actually ran into her at the YMCA um, back in the end of 2009 as Caden was finishing up his basketball. And mm-hmm. she said, Shaquala, is that you? I said, yeah, this is me, Miss Bonaparte. She said, oh, my goodness, you look the same. <laughs> it was Miss Bonaparte that got yeah. us to host in that step show with that those knots so at the top of our head and that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures, oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, yeah. you picture right for this um episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun like, though. It was it fun. Was. I enjoyed high school. We yeah. had a we had a good time. We did. Okay. And then we were also um Black History Club president. Black, Black president. History Club. Yeah. Student Council. Ciao. You know, it's good to be involved. We were involved, and Very still to this so. day, we made a name for ourselves. Yeah. And I think so, yeah, that definitely good. continue always. Oh, and, and the fact that we have names to be remembered. Exactly. Like, <laughs> our parents knew what they were doing because they just knew we was going to be stars. <laughs> <laughs> our path has already been destined. So anybody to try to come this way, you might as well just stop. <laughs> it ain't going to work. <laughs> Not it at all. Work, so. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Um, I just want you to now just basically have the floor to tell everybody where they can find your business at where, and where they can follow you on social media. Yeah, so Bejeweled Extension 
It's on Facebook. Um, just type in Bejeweled Extension. That'll pull up. It's about the only company that's going to pull up, you know, for Bejeweled except the gain. Um, on Facebook, not Facebook, excuse me, on Instagram, Bejeweled Extension is the social media handle for Instagram as well. The website is IamBejeweled.com. Again, it's IamBejeweled.com. Uh, we haven't gotten gotten on Twitter yet. I am going to make a Twitter just because, you know, I, on my personal page, I've been getting back into Twitter. And, you know, I kind of like it. So I want to get back into the Twitter world. <laughs> I was on it today because somebody was spilling some tea. And I was like, I'm just being nosy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, like, I just schedule my posts over on Twitter. So it looks like I'm doing something over there. But, you know, right. every now and then I'll pop in to see, you know, what's trending or what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know, I got to get back in the groove, too, because yeah. I'm not as, like, I used to love me some Twitter, child. Right. I know we used to be on Twitter, like, <laughs> like it was just live, child. Probably had some yeah. on it, and it was everything. <laughs> I want to get back into Twitter. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, I truly appreciate you for joining me today. Um Actually, for our season two, our first episode of season two. So I'm excited to come into season two with a bang. Um, okay, good. And again, like I said, just thank you so much for joining me on this episode. So until next time, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to share and leave a review for this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections.com. My websites are www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can join my Facebook group at Books Plus Business with Cinquantacocksmith. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.